0: Let's go to former NFL player, Super Bowl champion, college football NFL analyst extraordinaire, podcaster, CBS Sports, Bryant
1: McFadden joins me on the show. Bryant, what's up, buddy? Bill, what's happening? How you doing? Matter of fact, I- hey, I love that Jay-Z man coming in the intro, man. Got me fired up low-key.
0: Right? It's a nice little way to kind of shake off the cobwebs in the morning. No question. I agree. So um, let's just start here. What... um. What, what What's your reaction? How do you feel about the college football playoff rankings that came out yesterday?
1: I have no issue with it. I know a lot of people are complaining about Michigan being number two um, because of the blowout win against Ohio State. Clearly a huge win. They won by style points as well. But I don't think that went alone warranted them jumping Georgia. Who's hold that? Who's held the number one spot the entire year? Uh, Georgia has won ball games. They've done so convincingly, and I understand they had a close, tight ball game a few weeks ago against Kentucky. But yet, and still, they didn't do anything to lose any leverage from having that number one spot. So I'm okay in seeing Michigan hold on to number two. That's deserving. But Georgia clearly is still the best team in college football.
0: Bryant McFadden here on the show. Bryant TCU has a challenge in K State, and, and, and USC plays a Utah team that, that beat them earlier in the year. No, no guarantees that both those teams are going to win. They, they got to go and get it done. If one of those teams lose, the, the the next team, according to the rankings, in line is Ohio State. They're eleven and one. Now they did get blown out in the end at home against Michigan versus an Alabama team at six. They lost two games, but they're on the road by a total of four points. If you had to pick between Ohio State or Alabama, you were on that committee for the next team in. Where would you go?
1: Yeah, I would go. I would go Ohio State as well. I mean, it's hard to get a two-loss team into the college football playoffs. I understand when you talk about name recognition and potential and upside. Alabama will always be in the top of that conversation, but they have two losses. They have two losses, and you look at the way they lost ball games. I mean. It wasn't like they were nail-biters, to say the least. Tennessee, they're still scoring touchdowns on Alabama. You know what I mean? So for Ohio State to have one loss, and you're telling me you would take a two-loss Alabama team over Ohio State, I don't think that would be fair. I think Ohio State would definitely be the next team up in regards to if USC or TCU uh, takes a nail this weekend.
0: Brian, who's got a better chance to to get upset this weekend? TCU is K-State more likely to win that game, or do you think Utah is more likely to upset the apple cart? Uh,
1: Utah. Utah, man. And the thing about Utah, granted, they're dealing with some injuries. Cam Ryzen might not be at his best, but he's still a a quarterback that can do numbers. When you look at defensively, they might be without some of their key contributors in regards to past rushers. They might not be 100% healthy, but they're not afraid of USC. You know, they've had success against USC. Uh, This is a team that has been coached properly year in and year out. So I think Utah would have a better chance in upsetting uh, uh, USC compared to K-State and TC, going against TCU. Max Duggan, man, he's one of the best quarterbacks in college football no one is really talking about. His name should be sprinkled in every quarterback conversation regarding college football because he's been that good, and they've been winning consistently. And I understand because they're in the Big 12, they're not really getting the light put on them like some of the other programs and other prolific like conferences, but – TCU is a balanced team. They have a lot of guys that will be playing on Sundays uh, for their squad. So I like their chances against K-State.
0: Brian McFadden, uh, the, the Dodd father, Dennis Dodd, came on the show yesterday and said something that I thought was really interesting that, that hadn't occurred to me. So I want, I want to run it by you. He thinks even if TCU loses to K-State this weekend, that they should be in over Ohio State, Alabama, you know the other teams. It's Ohio
1: State. Does that track for you? It depends on how they lose. You know, is it a blowout win in favor of K-State, or is it one possession ball game? You know what I mean? I get where Dennis is coming from. But in regards to the committee and just seeing how they value Big 12 football, I don't think that would be a reality. Because you remember in the the, the first few weeks of the college football rankings when they came out, TCU was undefeated. They were still outside the top four. So it took some losses for teams in front of them for them to get a seat in the top four. So clearly clearly the Big 12, uh, the committee, they don't value the Big 12 like they value some other conferences in, in, in college football. So I don't think that would be a reality, but I see where Dennis is coming from.
0: Brian McFadden here on the show. Uh, Brian, last college football question for you. Just looking forward to when this thing expands from a four-team playoff. Do you think the expansion plan would be – more exciting, as exciting if we were talking about, you know, whatever sort of the question, the case where case whether K State's in there, whether Florida State can get in or LSU. Like, are you looking forward to the to the next incarnation of this playoff structure?
1: Listen, I'm not a fan of the expansion. I like it how it, it how it has been Four teams. You know, Bill, you know what you got to do to get in the playoffs every year. Every college team that has championship aspirations, you know exactly what you have to do. When it doesn't, when it don't happen, stop complaining. So you're talking about expanding it? I mean, at some point, you're going to dilute the product from what we see. And I'll say this right now for every individual that has an argument that that makes the argument about, yeah, expanding. Every year the playoffs have been here with us. The best team has won the ballgame. The best team has won the championship. I think it's fair, fair to say. Would you agree or disagree, Bill?
0: Yeah, no, I think, and not only that, I think the best two teams have tended to be in the in the in the championship game
1: too. Exactly, exactly. So expanding it to ten to twelve teams, man. So you 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 potentially could have team a team with four losses get into the playoffs.
0: Well, as a Missouri fan, Bryant, a boy can dream. So
1: that's the only way. (laughs) So so I'm not a fan of expanding to ten to twelve. If you had to make an addition, maybe add two more teams to make it six. But come on, man, when you get to that ten, twelve, eight, eight range, now you're just adding people into the puzzle that have no, have no business being there. Brian McFadden, I wish you could see what I can
0: see because you're making great points, salient points. Uh, my producer agrees with you, and he's dancing. And speaking of what no person should do, no person should watch D-cell dance out of celebration of. <laughs> Your answer, uh, Brian McFadden, here on the show. Let's hit uh, some NFL just, just real quick before we run out of time. If you were, if you were in charge in Green Bay, given the fact that Aaron Rodgers is under contract for a couple more years, and it's really that deal is set up to allow him to leave if he wants to, and it's hard to get rid of him, and it's expensive. If um, if if the Packers want to move on, and with Aaron Rodgers saying he plans to play this weekend,
1: would you would you play him or would you go with Jordan Love? If he's healthy, I'm playing him. He's healthy. He wants to play. No question. I'm playing Aaron Rodgers. You're paying him almost, what, $50 million. You're not paying him $50 million to not be a part of the team. And you got to understand something, too, Bill. He's a leader. I understand how some people may look at Aaron Rodgers in regards to leadership. He is a leader on that team. So if he's clear to go, no medical issues, no discomfort, yes, he should play.
0: Brian, I don't ask a lot of Detroit Lions questions on the show. It hasn't been a thing in the last few years, but – they play so hard. They they really could have, uh, almost should have won that game against Buffalo this past weekend. They are, in terms of their record, flirting with respectability. And I think it is it year two for Dan Campbell, who you know all we re- sort of remembered or I remember about about that guy when he became head coach was he wanted to rah, bite people's kneecaps off. It, are we are we going to look back in a few years and be talking about a, a Lions team that for the first time in a long time actually matters?
1: We should. We should, and the reason why I say that is because they're starting to turn things around this year. Granted, they're still losing all games, but they're competing. They're fighting for four quarters. Even last week against the Buffalo Bills, they were right there to win that fall, the, to win that ball game. They just got to learn how to win. That's the most important thing for the Detroit Lions. Number two, they have resources to continue to improve their team. Remember, the Rams, who was a bad, a bad team this year, that first-round pick from the Rams goes to Detroit. So now if you're Detroit, you, got, you will have two highlight picks in the first round, along with money to play with as well. So, yes, we should. And then the last thing I'd like to highlight in regards to why people should feel, should be optimistic about Detroit and moving forward, there's a change of the guard within the, the NMC North right now. You know, we're seeing what's going on with the uh, the Green Bay Packers. We don't know exactly what their future will look like, especially as Aaron Rodgers gets older. The, uh, Minnesota's looking like they, they could be there for quite some time. But, of course, you know, they have an older quarterback in Kirk Cousins. And Chicago's just being Chicago right now. So the window of opportunity within the division for Detroit is starting to really open up for them to kind of seize the day and make things interesting in their favor.
0: That Chicago, Barb hurt because it was true. I'm a Bears fan, Brian. they are just being Chicago. Brian McFadden here on uh here on the show. Brian, if you had to take a team to come out of the AFC come the playoffs, and it's not the Chiefs, you're not allowed to pick the Chiefs. Who you going with? Oh, I thought we had no. a long – oh, you still, we still got you? It's a, a, yeah, long, here. thoughtful pause. That's yeah, a tough one,
1: right? That's a hard one. If I had to pick a team to come out of the AFC that's not the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I'll go Miami.
0: Really? I love that answer.
1: I'll go Miami. I'll go Miami because of the play of their quarterback. The confidence that he is playing with has been noticed. He has outstanding speed surrounding him. The relationship between Mike McDaniels and Tua Tagovailoa is a match made in heaven, and I think their defense will get better. They don't, for, because of their offense and how, how powerful their offense is, Bill, you don't need the Miami Dolphins the defense to be like the San Francisco 49ers defense. They don't need to be dominant. They just need to be able to make timely stops, create timely stops, and, and put pressure on quarterbacks. And I think they will continue to do so. So when you talk about a team that can go – Blow for blow, toe to toe with some of the best in the AFC, it's the Miami Dolphins. Now, the only concern that I have with Miami in regards to playoff time, you know, depending on how things happen with the seeding, what happens if they have to go up to Buffalo in late January? What happens if they have to go up to Kansas City in late January? You know, will that speed still transition to show up in cold weather? You know what I mean? But outside of that, I, I like their chances. And I know a lot of people will say, what about Buffalo? And Buffalo, right now, they're just surviving, it seems to be. You know what I mean? And 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 Josh Allen, health-wise concern. Von Miller, not knowing when he will come back, that's a big concern. I think right now the Buffalo Bills, they seem to be a little vulnerable right now.
0: Brian, is there a clear cut, number one or number one and number two in, in the NFC, on the other side of the picture for you?
1: Number one, chili, but... There seems to be some holes within their program, especially on the defensive side, not being able to stop the run. Number two, my number two, I think I'll go San Fran and then Minnesota.
0: I'm such a and Kirk the reason Cousins why I skeptic. have San Fran
1: so high, Bill. Yeah. That defense. Yeah, it's good. That defense can play. And eventually they're going to get healthy. Remember, they've been doing all this damage without Armstead. You know, what happens when he gets back into the lineup along with Kenlaw? You know what I mean, and, and looking at offensively how good Jimmy Garoppolo has been playing, you know I, I like their chances. So th- that was my my top three in the NFC right now.
0: So I think we've had this conversation. I just I'm not I just don't trust Kirk Cousins come come big games, and I know that's a complete football team outside of Kirk Kirk Cousins. Do you have more you have more confidence in Kirk come January football than probably I do? You no know, question, I do.
1: And I understand people talk about prime time. People also get. In playoff, in a playoff atmosphere, he went to New Orleans and beat Drew Brees. People forget about that. Kirk Cousins is more than a manage- manageable quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins, when you look at what's surrounding him, you don't necessarily need Kirk Cousins to win you ballgames week in and week out. He is a guy that can get you to the promised land just by playing smart football. Play smart football. I don't need Kirk Cousins to put on his cape and become Captain Kirk. Sometimes you need Kirk Cousins just to go out and put his glasses on and be Kirk Kent. That's That's it. Just be Kirk Kent. That's it. Because that's good enough for them to get to where they need to go.
0: I mean, Kirk Kent is yours, and we'll cite it, but we're going to use it all the time here on here that's so good uh brian mcfadden is always buddy love the uh love the conversation love the insight thanks for thanks for being on the show
1: i thank you for having me bill